0: This is a Federal News Network podcast. Coming up on today's Federal Newscast, the Labor Department is ready to help those who still have questions about the new minimum wage for federal contractors. The Postal Service wants to prevent workforce shortages before the holiday season. And a well-known face in the federal technology community takes over as CIO of the Office of Personnel Management. These stories and more in today's federal newscast. Welcome to today's episode of the Federal Newscast. I'm Eric White. The Department of Labor will offer virtual seminars throughout August to prepare for federal contract minimum wage increases. The seminars will include video training on the Davis Beacon Act and Service Contract Act, as well as question and answer sessions. It's in response to President Joe Biden's executive order in April mandating a $15 an hour minimum wage for all federal contract employees. Labor recently announced a notice of proposed rulemaking to implement the executive order. for the seminars is available to agencies and contractors through August 11th. The Veterans Affairs Department and its largest employee union are hitting the reset button. More from Federal News Network's Nicola Grisco. VA will restore official time to its healthcare workforce doctors, nurses, and other medical professionals couldn't do union work on the clock under a policy from former VA Secretary Robert Wilkie. That policy is gone now under a new settlement agreement between VA and the American Federation of Government Employees. The union agreed to drop over a dozen pending lawsuits and other legal disputes. Nicola Grisco, Federal News Network. House Democrats want to move administrative judges back into the competitive service. Representatives Jerry Connolly and Carolyn Maloney are the lead sp- sponsors behind the administrative law judges competitive service restoration act the bill would overturn a 2018 executive order that moved aljs into the accepted service it would require agencies to choose judges from a list of pre-approved candidates from the office of personnel management the house oversight and reform committee advanced the bill along party lines earlier this week The IRS is awarding two contracts worth $151 million to help the agency with workforce training and moving to the cloud. The agency's chief information officer is awarding both contracts to Maximus, which will provide technology integration support services as the IRS undergoes a large-scale cloud migration. Under the contract, Maximus will also help the IRS carry out a new work order under the American Recovery Plan and train IRS employees for upcoming filing seasons. A bill in the House would give more compensation and protections to whistleblowers in the IRS. The IRS Whistleblower Program Improvement Act would place interest on delayed awards, grant whistleblowers anonymity in court, and prevent payments from being deducted. Interest on awards would kick in one year after the fines are initially collected. The legislation would also allow IRS to retain 3% of the money collected to fund its whistleblower program. Democratic Congressman Mike Thompson introduced the bill to the Ways and Means Committee. The Postal Service is getting a handle on workforce shortages ahead of its peak holiday season. Federal News Network's story Heckman has the details.
1: Postmaster General Louis DeJoy says
0: USPS employees across 30,000 locations are coming back to work in higher numbers every day as COVID-19 vaccination rates go up. Ahead of the year-end peak holiday operations, DeJoy tells employees in a video message that he
1: plans to hire 40,000 seasonal workers and convert 33,000 non-career employees to career status. We want to ensure that we have every available current employee in place. Your presence is important during the crucial peak time
0: frame. We will need all hands on deck. Jory Heckman, Federal News Network. Cyber attacks on gas pipelines and the recent hack of a Florida water treatment plant have raised fresh concerns about the security of industrial control systems. New legislation in the Senate would require the Cybersecurity and Infrastructure Security Agency to help critical infrastructure companies secure those important systems. It would also ensure CISA shares information about cyber threats with ICS users. The bill is sponsored by Michigan Democrat Gary Peters and Ohio Republican Rob Portman, who lead the Senate Homeland Security Committee. Lawmakers are pushing the Pentagon to reduce its reliance on China for key supplies. Federal News Network's Justin Doubleday reports.
1: A House Armed Services Committee task force is out with a final report on
0: critical vulnerabilities in the defense supply chain. The group is recommending legislation aimed at shoring up the defense industrial base. They also want to reduce the United States' reliance on China for things like rare earth elements, microelectronics, and pharmaceutical ingredients. Their proposals will be considered when the committee starts marking up the annual defense bill next week. Justin Doubleday. Federal News Network. You can check off the Securities and Exchange Commission and the Army Recruiting Command as two more agencies to make awards under the Telecommunications and Network Modernization Programs, called EIS. GSA says agencies must turn up the tempo on transitioning to new contract providers. The SEC chose Mettel to provide fully converged voice data and video services. The Army Recruiting Command hired Lumen Technologies under a $52 million task order to provide high-speed Internet and voice-over Internet protocol services. OPM sticks with a familiar face to lead its technology modernization effort. Federal News Network's Jason Miller has the scoop. Guy Cavallo can remove the acting from his title to assume
1: the permanent role as Chief Information Officer at the Office of Personnel Management. He has been the acting CIO since March, when Claire torana moved up to be the federal CIO. Cavallo joined OPM in September, before coming to the agency. He spent almost four years as the deputy CIO at SBA, where he helped move the agency into the cloud and revamped its cybersecurity tools and capabilities. At OPM, Cavallo inherits an IT infrastructure that has been slow to modernize and an IT budget of more than $125 million. Jason Miller, Federal News Network.
0: The Defense Department is offering a $150,000 prize to developers who can detect illegal fishing vessels. The XVU 3 competition is looking for novel ways to crunch data over large swaths of ocean. The competition builds off two previous contests from the Defense Innovation Unit. Those competitions resulted in faster assessment of infrastructure after a natural disaster. The contest will open in August and run for three months. The housing market is hitting explosive levels, and that's making it harder for soldiers who are on the move to find housing. Now the Army is stepping in. Federal News Network's Scott Mascioni has more.
1: The Army says it's offering temporary housing and hotels for soldiers who are unable to find housing at their new stations. The service is also expanding its lead time, so soldiers have about six months to prepare for a move. The nation's in the midst of peak moving season, that's putting stress on a limping moving industry that lost 25% of its workforce during the COVID shutdown. Because of that, the Army says soldiers should expect increased costs. The service is offering up to 100% reimbursement for soldiers who move on their own. Scott Federal News Network
0: and a former Air Force intelligence analyst is asking for a 12 to 18 month sentence for leaking government secrets about the U.S. drone program in Afghanistan to the press. In court papers filed yesterday, Daniel Hale says his guilt over participating in lethal drone strikes was what led him to violate the Espionage Act. He'll be sentenced next Tuesday. Hale leaked the documents after he had left the Air Force and took a job with a contractor assigned to the National Geospatial Intelligence Agency.
1: If you love to travel, you love cool experiences, I think you're going to love Viator. If you haven't heard, Viator is the world's leading travel experience marketplace. They've got everything from simple tours to extreme adventures, all the cool and interesting stuff in between as well. Well, this year, my wife and kids are making one of my bucket list trips come true. We're going to Sun Valley. So we're going to fly to Sun Valley, and I tell you, the thought of bringing skis, poles, boots, snowboards, everything, overwhelming. But that's where Viator came in. They made this incredibly easy. I just opened the Viator app, searched Sun Valley, and boom, Viator arranges a first-class experience, custom ski, snowboard, and boot fittings, and tickets delivered right to the condo. It's pretty amazing. Experiences are what we love most about travel. They create these long-lasting moments and make memories that will last a lifetime. Just download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking. One app, over 300,000 experiences you'll remember. Do more with Viator. Whether it's Baker's
0: Simple Truth Turkey or Mac and Cheese with Murray's English Cheddar.